push the okay. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Spooky Movie Squad. This Woo-hoo. is chapter one of classic horror. This is episode 116 of this illustrious hey, podcast. Yeah, uh, the first episode of 2021. Yeah, and so uh, we worked out Perfect our schedule, right? <laughs> we worked out our schedule this year, and uh, we came up with classic horror. And so we picked a a pretty cool one. Uh, one of the first. Yes, one of the first. But idea wise, this movie has pushed a lot of things for the vampire, like like pop culture. It, it's crazy. I was reading about this movie. But anyway, we watched Nosferatu. So the Woo-woo. that was made off of the Bram Stoker novel, Dracula, but not really because they didn't want to get sued. But then they did. Yep. <laughs> so it didn't really help. This movie is 98 years old. No, yeah. 99 years old. Yeah. Yes. So the heirs of Bram Stoker, they sued over this adaptation, quotation mark adaptations. They copied the shit out of it. And so the film was to be destroyed because they lost the lawsuit and a few copies survived and people started playing it. And then it was like, damn, this isn't that bad. And for a lot of uh, well-to-do people in horror, there is usually up there in their like favorite movies. There are other movies too, but uh, uh, Guillermo del Toro, this is one of his like favorite movies of all time. He loves this fucking movie. H.P. Uh, Lovecraft, ah. that big old racist. He loves this movie. Um, and he loves Dracula, the story too. Loved, whatever. But um, no, it, it's crazy. So in their, in their sense of trying to not get sued, they changed the names of all the main characters. So it's not Jonathan uh, Harker anymore. It's Thomas, what is it, like? Hutter. Hutter. Thomas Hutter. You know, just, just a little bit, just a little bit. Uh, and his wife, Nina, who is supposed to be Mina, M-E-N-A, because Wilhelmina. Uh, but then in some versions, she's named Ellen. <laughs> so it just depends on what you see and what version pops up. But there's at least three. That's random. There's three different versions of this same film where they just change the text cards. Yeah. And at, and at some to point. To avoid getting sued. Yeah. But at one point, the version we watched, uh, they just said fuck it, and it's yep. the names from the novel. So yep. it, was, it was Jonathan, Dracula, yep. Jonathan, yeah. uh, Nina. Like yeah. they didn't give a fuck. But, but it's weird. They say Dracula, <laughs> yeah. and sometimes they say Nosferatu, and then it, it's just odd. Uh, they couldn't decide what they wanted to call him, or like whether they were speaking to. A, it was weird because there's a point where they explain that Nosferatu is a term that refers to all vampires like that's just the term of vampires that just means vampires and then there's a point where they refer to count dracula specifically as nosferatu like that's his fucking name and it's like but wait i thought his name was dracula what are we doing here yeah (laughs) i guess it's like a euphemism like i don't know i can't think of one off the top of my head so i guess it's not a euphemism (laughs) (laughs) But uh, this movie gives the concept that sunlight is deadly to vampires. It wasn't an yeah. issue before. Uh, in the book, the Dracula book, it just hurts. He, he doesn't want to be out in the sun because it fucking hurts. But that was it. Uh, in this movie, they were like, see, it's not the same because the sunlight may turn them into smoke. See? See, don't sue us. But they still did. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and just the look of this vampire... Uh, tons of movies and books went off of this Salem's Lot by Stephen King, one of my favorite books. Uh, his vampire Harlow is 100% looks like that. And he explains it and tons of like versions go off of this until vampires got all hot and thin. I mean, Bella Lugosi was the version of Dracula for a long time, like Hotel Transylvania. You know, it's Adam Sandler, but it does look like Bella Lugosi. But then yeah. the vampires got all hot. Did you see? I don't. I don't know if you saw it. It was relatively new. We watched it. Uh, there's a BBC miniseries. Was it just called Dracula? I think so. I think it was just called Dracula, but it kind of did away with some of the stereotypes, like sunlight and stuff like that, because yeah. that wasn't originally part of the, you know, the the whole shindig. 
that actually was pretty good. I liked that one a lot. It wasn't BBC. It was Netflix. No, but it was a BBC. I thought it was BBC no, made and put it on was Netflix. Netflix. Oh, yeah, it's a three-part mini series. It's great. Ooh, okay. That I remember in Salem's Lot, uh, just white roses. They can't cross them, vampires. In uh, moving huh. water, apparently that was a thing too. Old timey. It might have been Stephen King. Just might have made that up because it sounded sweet. Because that is pretty. Well, cool. well, technically, technically no, because even in Nosferatu, they bring that up, and I think the running water is kind of like their boundary line. So in order to cross to a new land, you have to have your hollowed ground with you. Yeah, the dirt. And so uh, this movie follows in the same direction as Dracula. Uh, there are tons of characters missing. Uh, some really cool dudes that do some work vampire-wise killing. Uh, he doesn't have his three girlfriends that, like in the movie Van Helsing with uh, Hugh Jackman, he fights the three, yeah. three vampires. Uh, they're, they're not in this. Uh, there are tons of people, but Lord knows what the budget for this movie was. They only had one camera. And so they... $800. <laughs> yeah, probably. Also, also it's funny... Right. <laughs> also, it's funny that like they got away with pretending it was nighttime and they were shooting in broad ass daylight, but it's black and white. Nobody will ever notice. Well, I mean, that was the same kind of in. Um, uh, oh yeah, Kalari. like oh, I know. Do it for some for some reason. It was just like I don't funny. know more striking in this one, and I just yeah. it just I just chuckled. That's because the other one was done like on a set. And this yeah. one's done like out in the wilderness. Like, yeah, oh, we're in the forest at a castle. It's very clearly daytime because everything has shadows, like the sun is up. <laughs> right? <laughs> Damn, was, that moon's black. Yeah. There was a scene where they did like the negative to make it look like it was nighttime. I was like, hey, look yeah. at y'all being smart. But then they never did it again. It, was <laughs> it probably was a lot of work to make that one yeah. scene of uh, the cart just scooting down the street yeah and yeah. i love i love the vampire cart went double time yeah right evil <laughs> <laughs> okay. but uh yeah so we'll 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 talk about this movie in full uh it's not a not a lot to it um there are better versions uh but i appreciate this movie for just the look of the vampire uh orloff is that his fucking name yeah count orloff yeah uh orloff looked amazing uh, that's Dracula. creepy as hell. If I walked into a room and I saw that lanky, pale dude, that that's bothering. <laughs> he looks just or like, lock. Or lock. Yeah. He looks With just like the yeah. uh, the really old vampire in What We Do in the Shadows, the one that's in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, I like I super angry and screamy. That's who he looks like. He has a newer name, but his name like they like tell you it real quick, and it's like long and scary but they call him like tim or something yeah oh man that guy because he's all pale and he has like the pointy ears he's like gone full vampire like he's past the point of giving a fuck about his human body he's yeah just like or all, his human looking body feral and stuff yeah <laughs> if you haven't seen what we do in the shadows that show and movie are amazing it's very cute just vampires being stupid mm-hmm. <laughs> it's great uh so yeah we'll get through this i don't think i have any other fun facts oh yeah so uh one of the Last fun facts I had was uh, that the dude that played the uh, Nosferatu in this movie, Max Shrek, that apparently he was a vampire. A lot of people thought he was a fucking vampire. I can believe that. Yeah, he's pretty creepy looking, just in real life too. And oh, fun fun fact, the last name Shrek, does that sound familiar to anybody that likes Batman? Yeah, and Batman Returns. Oh, what's his name? Uh, The Continental from Saturday Night Live. Pocket watch up his butt. I have no idea. From Pulp Fiction. <laughs> Christopher Walken. Uh, Christopher Walken's character, he was... Uh, was it Max Shrek? It was just a, a tribute to this guy. Like, Tim Burton was like, yeah, your last name's gonna be Shrek. Like, that vampire dude. And they're like, okay. Nice. Yeah, because I remember seeing Shrek, and I was like, that sounds very familiar. Yeah, first time I made Catwoman. So, anywhoozle, let's get into this movie. Uh, it's... Jesus. I'm gonna flip names a lot, because I'm thinking about Keanu Reeves. Just say the names from yeah. the book. And the version we watched, even though it's different, it's fine. That's what I'm saying. It's two of them. Okay. Anywho, uh, so, 
the same version, right? Yeah, nineteen twenty-two. Yeah. No, we watched the same movie. It's just the the subtitles were probably different. We watched the nineteen twenty-nine release. So did we. That had uh, Dracula and Nina names. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Thought that was gonna get complicated. Okay. So in 1838, Thomas, Jonathan, Keanu Reeves, he lives in this fictional German town, Weisburg? Weisburg? I don't know what German. I can't. I don't have a, I have a terrible. When he lived in Bremen. (laughs) Bremen. I'm telling you, there are fucking 15 versions of this movie. So, yeah. And so his real estate agent, like, boss uh, he's a mess and he's like, Hey, I need you to go check out, uh, this dude in Transylvania. Uh, he, he wants to buy a house here across the street from you apparently. And, uh, we just need to finalize all the details. He's like, okay, cool. And so he heads out and everyone's telling him like, Hey man, when it gets dark out here, phantoms come out, scary place. Like, don't go outside. He's like, okay, man, I got it gets himself a ride and apparently he gets to this bridge and the dude's like i'm not going any further because it's about to get dark this place is really scary there are werewolves looks like a hyena but it's a werewolf so watch out you get bit by one scary out here yeah and so he's like okay fine i'll get there myself and then hey another stagecoach pops up it's creepy man he's like i'll take you there he's like cool i'm glad you know where i'm going look just like uh igor from uh yeah Young Frankenstein. Yeah. <laughs> Thoroughly. Yeah. So he's like, hey, I'll take you there, even though I don't know where you're going or anything. Take me there. And then he there. scoots off double, triple <laughs> time, just flies away. And it's like, shit, that was really fast. So uh, I'm going to say Keanu Reeves. So Keanu Reeves gets there and he's talking to Dracula and he, they make their deals and uh, he's cutting bread because that's the most dangerous thing you can do when it comes to a thumb. And well, he, when you cut it the way he fucking oh, cut yeah. it. Oh, yeah, he had the knife going all into his he fucking was like, hand. He held that shit against his chest. And then, like, <laughs> pulled it back, pulled the knife back towards his chest to cut through some fucking, like, sourdough bread. <laughs> what right. are you doing? He said, damn, German bread. This <laughs> is not how you fucking cut bread, bro. <laughs> and so he cuts himself. And Dracula's like, hey, man, hold up. Hey, don't don't wipe your hand off. Hold up, that that blood. I'll take care of that. Mm, 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 mm. That blood smelling good at, over there. At this point, Keanu Reeves is like, I don't like this anymore. No, <laughs> he's it's not really Keanu Reeves. Just, I mean, he is a vampire, but remember that this was 1922, guys. Oh, I'm thinking about the cool version with Gary Oldman. No, I know, and I'm trying to keep you on track, keep the listeners on track that this is a 1922 movie. He might be there somewhere, but he okay, was probably I'll, in the background. Yeah, I'll say Keanu Reeves, I'll say Reeves was for sure alive in 1922 yeah. so at this point uh jonathan is all types of bothered and um he wakes up the next day and he's got some puncture wounds that he says that it's oh just mosquitoes bit me and you know in two just spots or a spider did it because that's what spiders do they take two little bites out of you not just one big welt but that you know what he was I in know? a castle <laughs> it was the 1830s he didn't Could've know been. what was happening <laughs> and so uh orlock uh, signs the papers. He's like, good, it's a deal. And he purchased the house across the street from Jonathan. And he's like, hey, is that your wife? She has a really nice throat. And at that point, I'd have been like, I don't like any of this. Nah, <laughs> No, thank you. Nah, that was a that was a weird-ass thing to say about my wife. Weird-ass fuck, bro. I should talk you in the mouth, sir. But right. I am bothered by you. <laughs> and so... Uh, he finds a book about vampires and he's reading about it or excuse me, Nosferatu. And he's reading about it and stuff. And so he really thinks that this dude could be a vampire. And so that night he like, you know, is sitting in his room, just terrified. And he's like, well, there's no lock to this goddamn door. So he's like, I'm just scared. Door opens up and we get to see Orlock, like the, the one of the coolest spots where he's standing there looking terrifying and really lanky. It looked amazing. And so he comes in and he slides in. And so at this point, Nina, Mina, Nina. Ellen, any of those names, she has this weird vision that her husband or fiance at this point is about to die. And mm-hmm. so she like warns him in his sleep. And then Orlock's like, nah, I'm good. And so he's like, nope, 
continue with the plan. I need to get to Germany because I want to do bad stuff. <laughs> There's no real reason why. Well, there are more people there. Yeah. That's the reason. And he can take his rats with him. <laughs> so Orlock. Yummy. Yeah, right. Orlock packs up his uh, coffins full of dirt and rats and good times. And he... <laughs> And he, he dumps for some hopes and dreams in there, <laughs> right? <laughs> and he dumps them down in the the water. He has people plop them down in the water. That, that's a phrase when you float logs down, like the river. That's how you like ship things. I, it has a word. I can't remember it. Oh well, they were on like a little boat thing. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. You float shit down because it's so heavy. You have to float it away. That was my favorite scene. Actually, my favorite scene actually happens right before that because he's like loading his. Um, coffins of dirt and rats like onto this stagecoach that's going to take it down to like the river where the male people are going to take it to the rest of the place or to the rest of the boat and he fucking like throw he single-handedly all alone (laughs) Dracula fucking picks up these coffins full of dirt and sets them on the stagecoach he puts three down then he puts one on the top and has it open and then like Jonathan is watching him from the castle window and Dracula fucking like magically gets in and shuts it by himself. And then the stagecoach just goes on its own. And Jonathan is sitting there in the castle, looking down at this, like, what the fuck did I just watch? (laughs) (laughs) My favorite. Smiling about it though. Smiling about it though. Yeah. Yeah. He was very smiley. Jonathan was a very creepy character. Like, lead actor much so at this point katie was confused of why he decided to just hop out the window and hurt himself but i had to tell her in the novel dracula leaves and he leaves his three girlfriends behind and they're like he tells them like you you guys can eat jonathan i don't really care i'm gonna go get his wife because she's hot and he scoots off and so jonathan (laughs) fighting for his life and then yeets himself out of a window into the water and that's what they were kind of trying to do, but they didn't have the money to do all that kind of shit. So that's why yeah. he just makes a bed sheet rope and then uh, and just falls a couple he feet. He sure did. I don't know how far he fell, but it hurt him, I guess. So guess he went pretty far. Um, but yeah, so Dracula is floating on the SS Good Times with his sailor buddies. And <laughs> they open up a few of the coffins and rats come out. They're like, oh, yeah, rats everywhere. Guy gets bit and he's upset and he's fighting the rats off. As he should be. And systematically, uh, day after day, people are getting sick. People are losing blood. People are dying. And so uh, we see in, in a diary later from the captain that apparently someone was sighted on the ship, like a stowaway, but they couldn't find him because he's invisible and lanky. And so... Uh, magic. Yeah. The entire ship gets eaten by Dracula. And Dracula uses his evil vampire breath to scoot the boat off to germany <laughs> some of the subtitles i was like oh i guess he just magicked his way there i guess but yeah it was weird and so uh jonathan's knocked out in some type of german concussion right now and so nina's having these weird dreams and she's passing out every second she's on the screen uh, yeah we see hey van helsing he's kind of just a professor in this professor. world he knows things about vampires but he doesn't seem like the Vampire man of hunter. the man of action that he usually is when you hear van helsing that name someone's gonna get stabbed in the chest with something uh mm-hmm. this a wee bit. Was just huh a wee bit yeah uh this one he was just like yeah i know some stuff about vampires this is the vampire of the the vegetable community it was vampires of bug land and I'm like okay he was there as like a filler in this movie to just be yeah. like, insert random knowledge about other carnivore carnivorous animals in the world and I was like what the yeah. fuck that uh, was the most what was the point of this <laughs> and so when the SS Good Times finally lands in Germany uh, they just see a dead body at the wheel and they're like that's really weird and they get to the bottom they're like man we don't see any other dead people we got this diary that said there were people but they all died this boat is just full of rats <laughs> and coffins. And one's open for some dumb reason because Dracula already scooted off. He's like, I'll get my stuff later. I got to get out of here. So he gets to Germany without no one seeing him, which is the most absurd thing. But 
not the most absurd thing in this movie. So uh, <laughs> the town is freaking out. They have themselves a pandemic, people. Uh, the, the plague apparently is out and everyone's freaking out. Uh, the drummer boy comes outside and he's like, hey, uh, if you're sick, don't go to the hospital. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hospitals, <laughs> hospitals full. Well, they think it's the plague, so... Yeah, uh, rat to the tat to the tat, and he scoots away with his little drum to tell more people. Yeah, uh, the town gets whipped up into a frenzy because they're just freaking out about the plague, like yeah. they should, because <laughs> it's 1838, yeah. and there's no like hygiene is non existent. Yeah, and so the real estate guy has gone crazy at this point and is working because with he, Dracula, he's been being controlled by Dracula. Yeah, it seemed like he enjoyed it though. I mean, considering he scaled up the side of a cement wall <laughs> i'm gonna say you have to enjoy things to actually try that uh, he was having a good time up there and so the town's whipped up into a frenzy and he's like laughing because he's like hey bad stuff uh he gets pegged with rocks from a really good distance away and he starts running and everybody's like hey he might be involved with this situation i guess and so he gets his ass chased and it gets kind of scooby-doo like with him running it did it was weird there was no need for that <laughs> and so he gets grabbed he's back in the psychiatric ward and so ellen mina nina the girlfriend uh reads a vampire book and she's the same one yeah the same one apparently has weaknesses and strengths and everything in it and so it tells that a um was it just a vamp uh, uh, a virgin woman pure-hearted woman pure-hearted woman yes crack the vampire with her beauty uh, and they can just be held somewhere. And so it I don't understand if Mina was like, this is the plan or it just happened. And she was like, well, this is happening. No, she had to give herself freely, like willingly give herself to the mm. vampire. That's what the, the book said. So it had to be um, a kind hearted woman or whatever who willingly let the vampire drink her blood and convince him to stay with her until the sun came up yeah so in the gary oldman version of this movie which we haven't seen it's fucking amazing it's really long but uh gary oldman he's like in love with winona Ryder, and so that's the whole situation and she still keeps him busy and it's, it's a whole lot of fighting and blood in it it's really good but uh dracula he gets caught up he stays too long and then of course he does. sunlight hits and uh what was it the kong of the cock is what they said in the yes <laughs> yes um, and yes, so we've matured less. Uh, Dracula's since like the 1920s. Yeah, Dracula's like, boy, howdy, this blood is fun. Oh shit, what time is it? Six. Too uh, late. What? What? Five twenty-eight? Am I good? Am let I me good? go to. Let me check this window real quick. Oops. No, I'm not. And so he gets hit with the sun. Doom, doo doo. My bad. And <laughs> <laughs> and so he turns into smoke. The end. Yeah. <laughs> it so shows his castle the end uh jonathan did nothing <laughs> it was all mina mina was the hero of this story it was really weird uh yeah hero but he was well he was like trying to save her he did make his way all the way from transylvania to uh the town that they were in like very quickly yeah he did have himself some adventures but yeah uh, he tried to help but there was nothing he could do based on the lore like it had to be a girl like the whole thing, the pure yeah. whatever woman. Okay, so uh, that was the movie. Uh, like I said, uh, it's a mess, but I enjoyed myself. Uh, vampire wise, looked great. So uh, we'll we'll go down and talk about our favorite character in Nosferatu, Katie. Okay, uh, my favorite character was Professor Van Helsing because he literally did nothing. <laughs> Like, um, he has this huge name, like Van Helsing. Everyone should know that name. And he literally just, like, taught these four boys about Venus flytraps and spiders. And then that was it. He had nothing to do with anything. And I loved that. Like, it was just <laughs> so stupid. Like, why even include him in this story? <laughs> well, cause, I, I loved how horrible it was. They were taking, I mean, not taking things. They were adapting things from the novel. Yeah, I know. I know. There. <laughs> but but the fact that they didn't even bother like with the whole vampire hunter aspect of him, I'm like, if you're not going to do that part of it, 
why have him in it at all like this is just like a wasted couple of scenes mm. <laughs> but that's it was my favorite because nina was dumb and all the main characters were annoying so yes. <laughs> he's a favorite <laughs> uh emma who's your favorite uh slim pickens but um <laughs> I'm going to go with the appearance of Nosferatu was my favorite character because honestly, like I said, slim pickings, but he was creepy. Mm -hmm. Like pretty much the only creepy thing about this movie was how he looked. And I was like, I'm pretty sure if I walked into anywhere and saw his face, I'd be like, bye. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, his appearance was my favorite character. Yeah, uh, ditto on that. I'll, I'll hop on the vampire train. Uh, he was the coolest looking thing in this movie. Everybody sure. else was all weird and fake yep. beards and it was just dumb, but he looked awesome. The way he walked and everything, is just that was the coolest part of this movie. And it's a shame that he was in this. He could have been in something else looking like that yeah. and it would have been great. But like also, I said- also- can we touch on that fake beards thing with that guy who looked like he literally shoved his face through Gimli's beard? Thank yeah. you. I looked at him like, damn, that beard is shitty looking. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, who purposely wakes up in the morning and goes, mm, yes, that's the perfect shave. No. <laughs> Micah, who was your favorite? You know what? After everybody getting through 2020, I got to say, Hutter. I mean, that guy just, Jonathan. Not, Jonathan, you know, life couldn't get that guy down. He always had a smile on his face bigger than anybody else on that set. <laughs> he really did. Boy, howdy, that guy showed more teeth than Nosferatu himself. I yep. thought he was drugged. Like, there were right? points where his smile was just like. Dude, he was cracked yeah. out. Why are your eyes like, so big? After watching. Um, uh Cagliari it felt like it needed to be a thing because it was like the the camera couldn't pick up enough light to light their faces yeah so it was like they had to over accentuate the whites of their eyes and the whiteness of their teeth just so you could see something on their face but like it just I mean he was just so happy all the time even when he had to leave he was was especially happy there was like a second where they like zoom in on him where he's like checking his neck after he st- stays in the castle and he has those bite marks and they like zoom in on his neck and it's just like fucking washed out as shit. Like I had no idea what they were like. I f- kind of assumed they were showing Dang. bite marks or something, but it was just like, here's my washed out fully screen of white, full screen of white that is supposed to be his neck. <laughs> and then it yeah. wasn't until like, Two minutes later, when they finally put up the text that was like, I have these weird marks on my neck. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, transitioning into least favorite characters, mine is Jonathan. Because I'm like, bitch, you need to come off that cocaine so hard. The cocaine (laughs) was bad. It was bad. Dear Jesus! I mean, climbing down, climbing down the the sheet uh, the sheet rope, and then going. Oh! He fell. He straight up fell two feet because you can see the end of the rope on the top of the screen. He fell two feet and went, "Oh, my leg!" But then, but and then, then he... stood up and had a fucking smile on his face, and I was like, "Not even a broken bone can fuck you up, bro." But didn't he? Didn't he like <laughs> lift his head slightly and then pass out? He did. He was like, "Oh, <laughs> stands right up." <laughs> I'm like, no, what the living fuck? Uh, Yeah, I'm going to jump on that. Uh, Jonathan was an absolute mess uh, watching this. And like you were saying with the black and white, I think you just have to ham up your emotions because like it's black and white and and it's silent. So I don't know. It was weird, but he's. But I I mean, ham up the proper emotion. Yeah. Maybe. Like I haven't seen a good silent film yet main character main character oh yeah that i really really liked because i don't know this is weird well they had to play up certain things because of camera quality and things like that 
And yeah. if we were watching this, you know, in the year 1922, like I'm sure we would have thought this shit was groundbreaking and it was beautiful. I probably would have peed myself. Well, apparently Sweden did because it got banned in Sweden until 1972 because it was too scary. Oh yeah, th- this is a bad one. Yeah. yeah. This this is the worst thing ever. <laughs> Uh, Katie, are you on that Jonathan train? No, I am not. The hey. worst character in this movie was uh, Jonathan's boss, the realtor. Yes. Um, that guy was a shit show. He was clearly working for um, Dracula from the beginning. Because mm-hmm. he was like, here's this weird letter of like symbols and hieroglyphs. Look at a fucking pirate map. <laughs> that looks like a pirate map. That's a letter from Dracula that says he wants to buy a house here and I need you to go see Count Dracula. Mm-hmm. It might cost wink, you wink, some wink, blood. Wink, wink. Go right? see Dracula. If, yeah, if my boss said... Browse himself. Yeah. yeah. If this, my my oh, boss said it might cost you some blood. I'm like, the fuck did that mean? <laughs> I mean, in your profession, it kind of makes sense. Maybe a little bit. And you bit. know what? He, he looked at that shitty ass building and goes, "Hey, you guys are gonna be neighbors." And John and Jonathan like takes a second and goes, "Yeah, that sounds great, right?" <laughs> Can't keep that guy down. Fucking mess. That guy was so happy. happy. Goddamn mess. Happy balls. Now the realtor was my least favorite character. Yeah, I had realtor down, and then I thought about it, and Jonathan was a mess. <laughs> but yeah. I had that realtor. I'm like, he's evil as fuck. Like yeah, he minutes was. two of the movie, I was like, "Oh, he's bad." He, he couldn't help it though. <laughs> he, he shoved his face in a cotton ball factory and came out and went, "I'm the best," <laughs> and that was it. Yeah, yeah, that dude's an absolute mess. Okay, let's do seven word. No, oh, Mike, I'll assume Michael was on the Jonathan train. But oh no, you Mike. liked him <laughs> <laughs> for his for his sunshiny personality. <laughs> um I, I don't know i don't really have a uh least favorite i was gonna say the guy who cried plague the i'm sure he was like the mayor or something but then he's like everybody go home and stay there don't fucking go out don't fucking do that and i went damn now i can't fool, hate him <laughs> i can't hate him he's pushing the quarantine he's doing it right he's telling him what to do and i was like damn well right. so, it's how it's supposed to be look at all these people actually listening to the quarantine him him freaking out and crying plague that was my least favorite and then he he redeemed himself by you know telling everybody to go quarantine yeah that was like i ain't stupid yeah (laughs) that was pretty cool to see i was like damn the quarantine like we dealing with that right now maybe kind (laughs) of right okay so such a strong word right (laughs) okay let's do seven word synopsis i'll go first because it's not good uh, my first one is, that's your wife. What a lovely throat. <laughs> he said that. I, was like, what? Like, I fucking lost it when that line came up. Yep. Yep. Uh, my second one is traditional vampire look, and it's pretty creepy. Yep. And my last one, vampire caused German hospitals shut down in 1838. <laughs> nice. Shut it all, shut that shit down. Like we done here. Uh Katie. Um needed more text to move plot along. <laughs> um, I feel like this movie took too long in between their text cards for a yes. silent film. Like there was a lot of things happening um on screen, but we didn't really get to find out what those things were until at like I had already forgotten that they happened because other things had happened before new text showed up to tell me what the characters were saying or what was happening. So this definitely needed more text. If it was going to be made again as a silent film, I would definitely put up more text. Like, oh yeah, here's a bunch more PowerPoint slides telling me exactly what these characters are talking about. I literally told Micah, I was like, how difficult was it to read in 1922? Because... I could have read like four more cards by now. I know they left those cards up for so long. And I'm like, you could have put up some more words. Like I'm like, there's, there's six words on the screen. It's been three minutes. Move along. Yeah. You could have put up a second page, right? The card says Micah pooped himself. It's up there for a minute and 12 seconds. (laughs) It's like, fuck man. As I'm, as I'm shielding my face, move along, move along, move along. along. 
Okay. And then my last one is good thing Caligari taught what somnambulist means. <laughs> right? Somnambulist. <laughs> I, I had no idea what that word meant until we watched the cabinet of Dr. Caligari. Um, yeah. So then I like, we looked into it because they use that word like 800 times in that movie. So when I learned that it was sleepwalker, that's knowledge that is stuck with me forever. That's never going away. And then it showed up in this movie and I was like, oh yeah, I mean, sleepwalker, that's what she's doing. Cause I wouldn't have gotten that right? otherwise. <laughs> exactly. It's for trivia. Yep. Right. Knowledge is power sometimes. It really is. And I felt very, very smart about it. <laughs> Uh, what you got, Micah? All right. So the very first thing that happens when the movie starts is this. Okay. So we we watch Worst. everything with we watch everything with subtitles now. Fucking love it, and it's way easier to follow. Although I could not follow this fucking movie <laughs> because a hundred percent of the subtitles for this movie were silence. silence. <laughs> so the movie the movie starts right away, and there's this massive cord coming out of the organ and the i don't know what kind of cord it was but it was not melodic and very unpleasant <laughs> and the first thing the subtitle says is silence, silence. and so I, I literally turned to emma and said that's the loudest silence i've ever heard and i said well that's seven words and he goes write it down <laughs> amazing i like that and then uh Keep it PG, all bites off screen. Yep. Nah, I don't want to show that. Nah. That's a smut film if we show a bite. <laughs> right? <laughs> Can't show no ankles. Can't show it that you much can, of necks. You can talk about the throat. Just don't, don't show they it. They did show yeah. them kissing, though, which I actually <laughs> thought was good. odd. Because they, like, went at it a couple times. Yeah, they did. And for, for the time that this movie was filmed like 1922 and the fact that it was supposed to take place in 1838 it was really odd that they showed as much physical affection as they did like oh yeah I understand the whole like keep separate from your partner thing wasn't really huge until like the 50s um in media but even still yeah. like it was weird seeing things this old show that kind of affection because it was typically not a thing that you showed in public agreed all right mine were the fuck kind of greeting was that because he showed up first thing and he's all hi and she's like oh my god and then he starts kissing her and she's like like looks awful yeah okay second is a quote you can't escape destiny by running away I thought that was both pertinent and funny. And then good old Jonathan just goes, yeah, you keep on keeping on, old crazy guy. Yeah. And then walks off. with a smile <laughs> on his face. <laughs> and then runs away. <laughs> and then only thing this was missing was Kramer. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. I turned to Micah when he first got to Transylvania, and I looked at him, and I went, yeah. <laughs> Makes sense that he'd come to a Sylvania. Amazing. <laughs> All right. And then my two alliteratives. Silence surrounds suckers. Story. Stop smiling, shithead. <laughs> Solid. Can't and then treacherous trip to Transylvania tracks toothy terror. Nice. Yep. Tis the truth. Uh, so I tried to look up and by tried, I looked for five seconds. I didn't see any type of budget, but this movie's old as balls. So I did see a box office. Hey. Uh, so I'm just gonna say it because yeah, there's no point. Uh, I did see that this movie made like nineteen thousand dollars. Hey, good for you. Five. Which is a lot of money in 1922. Like a lot, a lot, a lot. So good for this movie. Right. Good job. You. That's for us too. Uh. So the company that made this movie right after this movie was done, uh, they filed for bankruptcy because they were getting a shit suit out of them to kind of offset the whole getting sued part because they didn't want to give all the money up to them. So they're like, oh, we're broke <laughs> as the movie. <laughs> it's so weird. And then this movie got bigger. Vampires got cooler after um, 
the his wife, uh, Bram Stoker, actually the novel got really big after uh, he sold, well, she sold it because he was dead, um, like scripts and points from the book. And then this movie came out and she was like, bullshit, you're doing that. And so she sued and then vampire stuff just got bigger. Mm-hmm. And so her her trying to sue to protect her, well, her husband's legacy. property and legacy made vampires awesome. Yep. <laughs> the, the weirdest thing, everybody got into it kind of because of that. It was the weirdest thing. But um, yeah, people enjoyed this movie. Uh, it's on a lot of people's you got to watch this before you die list. Roger Ebert. Oh, yeah. um, this man, we talk about him all the time about horror movies. He don't like them. No, he does not. But he loves this one. Ugh, <laughs> I can tell you exactly why he loves this one. Because it's silent and artsy. Yeah. Fuck that. Silence does not mean artsy. Maybe it does. But like if I made a silent film in 2021, sure, that would be an artsy film. But this was not silent to be artsy this was silent because that was the only option they had yeah and i'm not gonna lie this this i was not into this movie it it was probably one of the hardest ones for me to follow and i just i could not get into it i i tried and i get that it's a classic and obviously it, it kicked off vampires and that's great we we are all thankful for that yeah but it just it didn't do it for me not like Cagliari, and like that that's the thing is like caligari sorry caligari if i had watched it maybe if i had seen this before caligari I yeah. would have thought differently, yeah. but after watching Caligari and yes, Caligari was very artsy, but it delivered like it was really yep. good. <laughs> I agree. See, All of us came out of that and went, holy shit, that was actually really good. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. the problem. We, we've we seen the best. And so now if we see any other like silent film, it's like, eh. but it's like that was the very first one. It wasn't even that it was necessarily the best. It was the very first one. This movie came yeah. out what, like three or four years after that movie and was like, meh. Like, yeah. <laughs> this one was just meh. And it was like, not even for me, it wasn't even necessarily that it was hard to follow. For me, it was boring. Like, mm-hmm. Very... I don't know. Again, the lack of text made, like, I'm just watching people run around in silence. And there wasn't enough, like, I didn't know what was going on. I didn't, there wasn't enough words explaining what was happening for this movie to keep my attention. So I kept getting distracted, which is really a good thing to do during a silent film. Like, you can't just like, oh, let me look at my phone or whatever for a minute during a silent film because you miss half of the fucking thing that you're supposed to be watching. (laughs) Yeah. I'm the IMDb says that there is a remake in development with the chick from the Queen's Gambit. Ooh. Uh Anna Taylor Joy, Anya Taylor Joy or whatever. Um, there's also been like five or six remakes. I have no idea if any of them are silent. I've never seen any of them. I know one of them is a TV show. No, none of those are silent. They're all live action or like movies like i'm here if they want to remake this as a silent film but it like the bar needs to be raised a lot oh Oh, yeah cinematography alone yeah i don't even think i don't think it should be a silent film yeah because why but I do think it would be cool to see this film done as a spoken film, but in the vein of like Sin City, like black and yeah. white, except the blood is red. Mm-hmm. And like, so we're seeing like the puncture wounds and the blood and the like blood yeah. on the face. Isn't that kind of what um, the newest Dracula was, except for the gold was the, the best part of like the, the colorful part? What? Wasn't that it? The the one that we watched, the Dracula one, uh, uh, un, was it Dracula Untold or something? Yeah, oh, John Snow. That's not John Snow, honey. <laughs> it's Luke Evans. That's Gaston. That was Gaston. I didn't. Yes, Dracula Untold. Okay, whatever. I don't. I don't remember. Holy I thought. It, I thought it had him in it. No, it had a lot of red and black and gold. But gold was like the most prevalent thing because gold like hurt him drastically for some oh, reason. Oh yeah. In this 
Interesting. I don't remember. I don't know. We watched it a while ago. It's on Netflix. Yeah, I I read a report. Apparently, that movie is being watched a lot right now, and everybody's confused. I read that too. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I didn't think it was. I don't know if I want. I I don't know if I want to say it was underrated, but I don't think it was the train wreck that everybody claimed it to be when it first came out. Yeah. Everybody came out and said it was a big garbage bag of poop, and I, I. Disagree. I don't think it was that bad. It was decent. I mean, that's just how people review things these days. Yeah. yeah. People, <laughs> I, I, that's that's the one thing. It's just really great. You know what? Let's get back to my segment of this really grinds my nose. <laughs> but I, I hate that movies can't be reviewed in their bubble. They have to be reviewed as just the fact that it's a movie. And it's like, can't we just say, hey, this is a really shitty sci-fi movie or this is a really good sci-fi movie why does it have to be like it got a 64 on rotten tomatoes because well these movies don't do well in this what i'm saying look at that screen oh i'm looking at the big screen behind the laptop screen (laughs) (laughs) but no but yeah yeah i i get on that a lot when when i tell people about scary movies and i'm like okay it's enjoyable is it good? It's enjoyable. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it's so many different types of scary movies out there. And just a lot of the shitty ones that like me, Terrell, and Guido love, they are horribly rated, but they are gems, beautiful gems, like like yes. Brain Dead or Dead Alive. One of my favorite movies. <laughs> of time. That's a mess. Yeah. Got fucking what baby Muppets getting mess. beat up. What a <laughs> But it's awesome. It's one of my favorites. Oh man, it's so good. But it's terrible. But yeah, people rate things and review them really hard these days. So it's well, it's because everyone is in a current a not current a constant state of just anxiety and stress right now that everything that they talk about or review or anything like that. Um, has that with them like like a lot of people are having trouble this podcast excluded because we're doing just fine because we rate shitty stuff all the time legitimately (laughs) we don't give Uh, a fuck (laughs) uh, but a lot of people who don't necessarily have the time in their normal lives to think this hard on things or to rate things as hard as they are are doing that right now like people aren't working People are spending all their time in front of their TVs or on their laptops or at their game consoles or whatever. So every single thing that comes out has to meet their incredibly high standards that they've set, which makes no fucking sense. But the second one thing wrong is like, oh, this game is a bag of ass. This movie is a bag of ass. This shit was garbage. And it's happening across the board to arts and entertainment right now. Like everyone at the beginning of the pandemic was like, yay, art entertainment music give it to me let me absorb it all and now everything that comes out is a shit show like well and the other thing is is everything has to be the best of what it is exactly it can't just be good it has to be the best and if it's not the best that it that it could be or the best superhero film or the really the scariest scary film that comes out yeah then it's crap yeah and it's like well shit (laughs) Yeah, if this is not the best video game that's ever existed, why are you wasting my time? Fuck you. Are you, like, spend 20 hours in front of your screen, like, moving this person around, picking up blocks. Like, the end. (laughs) Fuck you. Go back and play some original Mario on regular Nintendo, and then come back to me and complain about how shitty your cyberpunk looks. Fuck you. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Pull your finger yeah. out of your ass. <laughs> Give your balls a tug. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Does anybody have anything else to say about Nosferatu? That was a movie. It happened. It was a movie. I yep. will say, I mean, I know this is kind of unrelated again because, you know, we like to do that around here. Uh-huh. But I was going to say, uh, there was a report that came out that Netflix is heavily investing into horror. So uh, strap in, because uh, if you thought we were running low on content, you're wrong. Gotcha. Uh, oh, uh, I don't know if 
Katie sent it to you, but uh, Shutter, I might actually buy that app and I'll share mm-hmm. the password with you guys. Uh, but they just do scary movies all the time and stuff. But uh, what was it? Uh, 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 PG. That gore thing. Goreman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gore Psycho Goreman. So Gorman. Uh, this monster was like locked down in Earth and it gets out and this little girl controls it. And so it's like this big scary monster and this little girl, like, I don't think she's trying to make him better. It's just, she's just having fun with a very scary monster. And it's the cutest. It looks great. Awesomest movie that's coming out soon. I was like, oh my God. That's yeah, so- it looks like it's going to be similar to Little Monsters and I'm here for it. Yeah, so uh, there's tons of really cool stuff. Uh, this pandemic is getting scary movie people, all types of like ideas and stuff. Just tons of good stuff coming out. So, uh, if you want to tweet us anything about vampires, you can tweet us at Allentown Pod. We have an email it is Allentown Presents at gmail.com. We have a Facebook at Allentown Presents. Uh, like always, if this is your first episode, this is a good one. I had some good jokes, and everybody, we laughed about it, a lot of things. Uh, but if this isn't your first one and you're like, where should I start, Otis? Uh, you can listen to any of the 115 episodes we've done before this. Uh, or the other 100 episodes of other content that we also yes. have on this podcast. Uh, tons of scary movies. Uh, there was a, just a vampire month. Some of the best episodes happened in there. Uh, the Buffy episode's oh, really good. Caligari is really good, too. Yes. Uh, tons yep. of really good episodes. Uh, so if this is your first one, not a bad Welcome. one to hop in. Yeah. Welcome. Uh, if you've been here from the beginning. What up, Guido? We're still making episodes, bud. Uh, but no, this is great. Uh, I'm pumped about classic horror because this is kind of a an avenue I'm not that good at. Like I know every the beginnings of all the scary people, but when it's like the '70s back, I'm not that good or that adept at scary stuff. I've seen originals and things, but I'm just not that awesome at it. And so uh, this Nosferatu, I remember seeing scenes from it because just the way the vampire looks. But I don't think I've ever watched it all the way through. So I thought that was really cool to see. Um, obviously, I have to judge these things way differently. I can't. <laughs> I mean, this movie's rough. But, yeah. you know, I have to accept it for what it is. Uh, but I'm, I'm excited for classic horror. Uh, it's some really cool ideas coming up and some really cool things. See the beginnings of stuff. So I'm excited for that. So uh, for Katie, Emma, and Micah, we're the Spooky Movie Squad. Thank you for listening. And we'll be back next week with an awesome episode. Okay, bye, guys. Bye. Ah, 2021, don't scare me like that.